This is the Alchemized Life Podcast. I'm your host, Ava Johanna, and I am so grateful to have you here joining me for yet another soul expansive conversation. My intention with every episode is to show you through storytelling and in-depth conversations that you, yes, you, are capable of creating anything you desire. Alongside yours truly, you'll hear from thought leaders and industry voices, and together we will teach you how to come alive in your authentic expression and remember the infinite power of your soul. We're covering topics like wealth, worthiness, the pursuit of your passions, and you'll be inspired to break all the rules of living an ordinary life. You were truly put on this planet to have it all. The thriving spiritual practice, the steamy relationship, the income, and the impact. So together, let's align with our divine selves and alchemize your life. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Alchemized Life podcast. Today, I am so honored to be bringing on an AOB alum, Sophie Vassen, who I have had the honor of being able to support not only inside of the Academy of Breath, but she's also a part of my year-long membership proximity. And so I've really gotten to know Sophie over this past year and have just completely fallen in love with the woman that she is. She is so freaking devoted to her growth, to showing up and really leaning into the discomfort of changing your life, of pivoting your career, of entering into a whole new space that is very different than what you see modeled around you. And I'm just so proud of her for all of the big moves that she's made over this past year, bringing breathwork into corporations, companies, and co-working spaces. It is so freaking important, and we talk about this a lot in today's episode, to not just keep these practices in the world of wellness or spirituality, but to extend the reach of mindfulness practices, of breathwork, of meditation into spaces that really desperately need practices to support them in becoming more present, releasing the overwhelm of stress, feeling more connected, more purposeful, more fulfilled by their work, and also connected and inspired and excited about the people that they're surrounding themselves and the environment that they're in. And I feel like from my own experience of being in the corporate world, y'all know that's where I started. Well, I guess it was like the bridge between working in a restaurant and now doing what I do. Started in the restaurant industry, then went into the corporate world, and now here I am. But it was so depressing. And, you know, I had the privilege to work at companies that had been very well established over decades. I also had the privilege of working at companies that were startups that required you to wear many different hats. And, you know, even though these companies were set up in a way to support, or gosh, I should do air quotes, support their teams in being happy and fulfilled and having fun, it felt like those things that were set up to make you happy and fulfilled and have fun, like taking a party bus to the beach or having your holiday party at a big nightclub where Lil John was playing. 
or, you know, having catered food come in and uh, going to a brewery on Fridays, all of those things really just felt like a band-aid for the 99% of what work felt like and looked like and how you were treated and what was expected of you. And obviously, I know I'm only speaking from my own experience, but you can tell by the conversation I'm having with Sophie, and for those of you that work in the corporate space or have worked in the corporate space, that my story isn't an anomaly. It's not unique to just me. And so I'm really passionate about this work because, and you know, I'm very grateful that I had the experiences that I had in the corporate world because it drove me to want to become an entrepreneur. But I do wonder, if I had these practices, if I knew how to manage my stress, if I even knew that I was stressed out, like I literally didn't even think that I was stressed out because everyone felt the same way that I did. And so it was just so normalized. But if I had the proper tools, who would I have become? How would I have been able to manage and find fulfillment through my work? And again, I just think that this is such an important conversation because the reality is not everyone is built to be an entrepreneur. Not everybody wants to be an entrepreneur. There are plenty of positions and careers and life paths that don't include working for yourself. And my goal and my intention and why I wanted to bring Sophie on the podcast is to show that there is a way to bring fulfillment into those spaces. And so if you're listening to this and you work a nine to five job, or maybe you're in HR, or maybe you're a boss or a CEO or a manager, take this to heart. The importance of mindfulness in the corporate space is only going to continue to grow and working with somebody like Sophie to come in and teach breathwork and meditation and equip your um, employees or equip you if you are an employee with the proper practices to again create that level of presence fulfillment connection releasing stress releasing anxiety releasing overwhelm like finding purpose in their work or in your work is going to make the biggest difference in overall quality of life and so I'm so excited for y'all to hear this episode. Sophie specifically works with corporations, co-working spaces, and companies to bring mindfulness like breathwork and meditation into the workspace. And if you, again, are somebody that is in a position of power where you can bring people in to support your employees or support your overall team, I have linked all of Sophie's information in the show notes. She is absolutely incredible. And for those of you that are working a nine to five job or working in an office space and want to work with Sophie one-to-one, reach out to her as well because she does work with individuals one-to-one. And um, if you are inspired by this conversation, if you are someone with a similar background as Sophie and you want to bring breathwork, meditation, mindfulness into corporate spaces, into big companies, into spaces that desperately need this work, need the healing, need the inspiration, need the reconnection to themselves and to each other and to their purpose, then I want to invite you into our final cohort of 2023 of the Academy of Breath. Starting on October 5th, our 12-week breathwork and meditation certification program that is international, having certified over 500 teachers across the world, teachers like Sophie, 
teachers that desire to become coaches or healers or facilitators, yoga teachers, movement instructors, individuals that want to utilize breathwork and meditation as an expansion to their core offering. We really serve so many different types of people in different industries because these practices can really be applied to so many different industries and can have such a powerful impact. So whether you are looking to enhance your own personal practice, you are wanting to start a business as a breathwork facilitator or you already have a business and you want to bring breathwork and meditation into your core offering and even if you have a basic understanding of these practices the level that we go is so beyond what you would ever experience in a yoga teacher training what many breathwork and meditation teacher trainings fail to offer and so if you're feeling inspired if you're feeling called definitely join us. We start October 5th. It's 12 weeks long. It is so freaking powerful. It is one of the most transformational programs that I have ever created. And our student success stories speak for themselves. So head to academyofbreath.org forward slash VIP dash waitlist to get on the waitlist. We're opening the doors soon, but if you do sign up for the waitlist, you get $200 off of your tuition and you can secure your spot by putting down a deposit as well. So your payments don't start until right before the program starts. So we have lots of different flexible ways to get you locked in for our 10th cohort of all time, our final cohort of 2023. And because it's our 10th cohort, we are going to be doing it up, celebrating big time, and I am so freaking excited. So you'll find all of the information linked inside of the show notes. I'm so excited again for you to hear this conversation between Sophie and I. So without further ado, let's dive into the conversation and I hope y'all enjoy. Hi, Sophie. Welcome to The Alchemized Life. I'm so happy to have you here. I think that, you know, I'm very lucky because you're in my world in many different capacities. So I've really gotten to get to know you outside of just the Academy of Breath over this past year. And it's been so fun. It's been so fun watching your journey. It's been so fun seeing and hearing updates from you from like the business side of things, but also the personal side. And like, it's just really cool because sometimes when we're in our own process, we don't necessarily get to see like how far we've come, but I've just been like able to witness you and support you since I think December of last year. And I'm just so proud of you. And so I'm so grateful that we get to have this conversation today. Yes, me too. I'm super happy to be here. Thank you for having me. And uh, yeah, it has been it has been quite a journey already since um, December and before, obviously. But yeah, so excited to dive in with you. Yeah. Okay. So before we dive into all of the amazing things that you're doing, I'd love for you to just introduce yourself really quickly, where you live, where you're from, and um, a little bit about how you got into breath work and found meditation. Yeah, perfect. Um, okay, so I'm a career and a breathwork coach, um, and I live in Berlin in Germany, which is I think one of them, maybe the most amazing city in the world. Um, I really, um, I really, really like it here. Um, and it was, so my journey with breathwork and meditation um, has started, I think about three or four years back. Um, it was on a newsletter or a podcast that I heard someone say um, or talk about their experience with meditation and the results they got after just one month and I was like 
yeah, I want that too. I want to have a more quiet mind. I want to have a more peaceful life. I want to look at things like more from a distance, respond more than I react. And I thought like, yeah, maybe just try it for for a month, uh, like 10 minutes a day. And then one month became two months, became three months. And it was just like witnessing how subtle, but um, also noticeable the changes were not only for me, but also um, the feedback that I got from people from the outside was so, I don't know, mind blowing because how I got myself to do it, because we, I think we all know it like new morning routine, like it's something else you put on your schedule um, and how I framed it for me was just 10 minutes of nothing in the morning just wake up and just for 10 minutes just sit and do nothing and that felt so easy to achieve so that's how it started for me and then the breathwork part um, that I got interested in came after I was going through coaching certifications yeah how I got into that is another story but with the coaching certifications the focus was very much on the mind and changing the mindset and changing how you think and it was yeah that's amazing that's <laughs> that's really amazing um, but it also has its limits and that's where I felt like something is missing and I want to create more change for myself and for other people and only working with the mindset isn't enough so that's when I got attracted to working with the body working with the breath specifically and yeah and at one point I found I found you and I found AOB and I thought like this is a really good fit because it was like bridging the spiritual side and uh, scientific side yeah so that felt really felt at a it came into my life at a very good uh, point in time. I love that you said you just framed it as 10 minutes in the morning of doing nothing. I feel like the moment you said that, I'm like, oh, that just makes it so much easier to accomplish and like way less intimidating than I'm going to go sit down and meditate. And I think for people who are just getting started, and I know that you work with a lot of people that are working corporate jobs and have busy lives and, you know, have a full to-do list and likely carry that to-do list in their mind after they clock out for the day. It can be really overwhelming to, like you said, add an extra thing to your morning routine when a lot of people are already waking up thinking about all the things that they have to do. And so I love that frame of just 10 minutes of nothing. You can do that. Like that's a gift that you can give yourself. Yeah, yeah, just roll out of bed and do 10 minutes of nothing. Like, it's just, it's also so reassuring. It was so reassuring for me when I woke up, like, thinking about all of, of all of these things. And then it was like, oh, but now first I'm going to do 10 minutes of nothing. <laughs> yeah, I love that so much. Um, and I also appreciate that you share, like, the same sentiment as me around, like, mindset work, where it's, it's, fabulous it's fascinating it's so powerful and it's not the full picture and that's something that I am really passionate about because I find at least for myself that in the moments where I've tried to only focus on mindset work it almost like spun me out more and perpetuated the things that I was trying to change even more because I was so up in my head versus actually like turning down the volume of my thoughts and getting into my body through my breath. So I'm curious when you 
first started practicing breath work, what was that initial, like, oh my gosh, moment for you where you knew that this was something that you wanted to incorporate into the work that you were doing with your clients and just through your career? Yeah, I think so. I don't know if I had this like one moment where it clicked. It was just gradually because when I was working with um, like as a new coach, starting only with my own mindset and just like digging there, you can dig so deep and there's always something else going to come up. Mm -hmm. Um, Whereas when you work with the breath and with the body you will notice that there is like for specific thoughts or for uh, for a cluster of thoughts I can uh, call it like that um, there's like one emotion so you can or one feeling in the body and when you can trace it back to that feeling in the body and you then have a tool like breath work to work with that feeling you will work with all of the beliefs that are Um, connected to that so it's a much more profound way and much more efficient also um, to work in that way so yeah I think as with the meditation for me it was gradually like over a period of time that I noticed this is really bringing in some shifts and I don't know where they actually come from so at one point in time there's a situation and I was reacting differently and I was like wow, I wouldn't have done that like four months ago. I would have overreacted or be super sad or whatever. And it was just more neutral. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was like, this this is the, this is the breath work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. I find that it creates this level of resilience where you'll notice the difference between maybe something small that would have thrown you off before But now you kind of just like brush it off your shoulder where it's like, oh, that's actually not that big of a deal. Or I don't want to engage with that thought or I don't want to engage in that conversation. I mean, I even had a conversation with my dad the other day when I was up visiting and he made a remark that like in the past, I would have just lost my shit. I would have been so upset. I would have argued with him. I would have challenged him. And instead, I let him say what he said. And I said, okay. And I got up and I left and I walked into the other room. And I just decided I'm not going to engage. I'm just going to go to sleep. He's not thinking straight. Like, he doesn't mean what he just said. And um, I was so just, like, proud of myself because I feel like in, like, family dynamics, it can be really challenging to have those shifts take place. Mm -hmm. And I owe it like truly all to my breathwork practice and just like being able to have that awareness, almost like that omniscient presence of like, ah, okay, I could react in this way, which would be the past way. But is that worth my energy? Is that worth my time? Is that who I want to be? No. So I'm going to choose something different. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And that's um, like, I think I started to notice and I think many people who start with breathwork they notice it with themselves maybe first like the thoughts that I have and how they respond to their own thoughts and then obviously the circle around like friends and family but this like goes further um, and that then goes into the workspace and where it makes sense to also engage in breath work specifically when you're not feeling well in situations at work or whatever that might be right Um, because with the people who are closest to you you can 
I don't know, maybe talk it out later, but you do you want to do that with people at work? <laughs> do you want to come back and say like, yeah, sorry, I misbehaved or I didn't mean it like that? Obviously, that's also that's also a perfect way to go. And um, yeah, but it's just so much easier if you if you have the tools to regulate yourself and can respond then in a way that you actually want to respond instead of having to circle back later. Yeah. So tell me about that because to me, when I was in the corporate space and you'll probably laugh at me, I had no idea about meditation. I was not even really practicing yoga at that point. I couldn't have been because if I didn't know what meditation really was, then I wasn't practicing yoga either. And I remember there was this guy that was on another team that sat and we had like a big open floor plan in the office. And I would clock in like an hour early. I would clock out an hour late because I just was so overwhelmed with work. Like I literally had a hundred and like over 125 projects running at the same time. It was crazy. I remember there was this guy that was on this other team that sat like kind of across from me parallel. And he would during the day sit in meditation, but all of us were like, what is he doing? Is he sleeping? Is he taking a nap right now? To the point where I'm pretty sure someone said something to him about how he shouldn't be doing that there. And he sent out an email to the entire company talking about the benefits of meditation, talking about why even 10 minutes a day would support everybody in this like super high stress startup environment and culture. And I just thought it was like the weirdest thing. And now looking back, I'm like, oh my God, Ava, maybe if you knew about it or were more open to it at that point. And that was, you know, eight or nine, maybe 10 years ago now at this point. Um, but maybe if you were open to it, you would have like been able to hold yourself in that position and you wouldn't have experienced burnout and you wouldn't have up and quit that job and you would have felt happier there and more fulfilled. So I would love to just hear like your, your why first and foremost to bringing breathwork and meditation into the corporate space. I know you work it with different co-working spaces and whatnot. And um, why anybody listening that does have a corporate job or works a nine to five should still be focusing on this and paying attention to this. Like it's not just reserved for people in the wellness space. Yeah. So first of all, it's just 10 minutes of nothing. <laughs> and yeah, how I got, um, so why it is so important to me. I, when I had my first jobs um, and then I was also still studying. So there was a lot going on in my personal life. And I was at this job where people were super nice, but also I didn't feel good there. And I didn't know why. And I just kept going. I tried to ignore how I was feeling. At one point, I even went to, to the doctor and said, like, is there something you can give me to just be a little bit happier? Because I really thought it was something like that I wasn't doing right because I had this job that sounded good. I had good income I was like living in a different city in Germany but it was a nice city and I was still in my bachelor's but it wasn't it and through that time I got I got super sad I got super depressed I didn't even at that point I was using still makeup um, and I didn't even put makeup on because I knew that even on the train to work I would start to cry and it would just come and go throughout the day and that was yeah, I, I didn't notice what was going on. And that was really a low 
point and it's a point that may be not that extreme but also I think that extreme for many people that they are at because there are so many people in corporate jobs or just working for someone else who don't feel happy and that's not good (laughs) that's that's so sad and there's such a huge population who are overstressed not happy with like their colleagues with what they work how they feel in their work their chances to develop um, within their position or within their company or within their career as a whole Um, so yeah that's the that's those are the people that I want to work with because that's a huge population and when you look at the like ripple effect of someone being at a job for eight hours a day straight five days a week how does that person come home on a Friday like how do they interact with the people sitting uh, or working at the supermarket at the people they meet at the public transport like there are so many little interactions that can either make or break a, like a vulnerable person's day mm-hmm. um, and that has yeah it has such an such a huge impact on our lives on our world so that's the that's why I want to work with um, with people who are unhappy because I have experienced it myself also still I'm at a I'm working full-time And I'm not happy at where I am currently. So that's also super interesting to see. So how do I respond to this situation now? Now that I have all these tools Um, and it's definitely different than than it has been. And still it's challenging, but then it's not a question like what is wrong with me, but what do I want to change? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, and I think that that itself is so powerful. That shift is like, it's no longer me thinking that this experience or this situation is unchangeable but instead taking my power back and knowing that if I'm not happy here it's not like oh this it is what it is right and I remember like when I was first working in my corporate job before I found like any of any personal development any self-help stuff I would tell myself that all the time well it is what it is I guess I'll just live for the weekends work is supposed to be something where you get a paycheck but then you know you go live your life on two weeks of PTO which I think is different in Germany we have it set up a a little bit more stricter um, from what I understand than than uh, Europe but yeah just this this almost like giving up type of mentality of like giving up to the old way of what work looked like or the old way of like just settling in your career and you know even if you don't feel called to own your own business or like you know go out on your own there are so many amazing jobs out there working for other people that can fulfill you. And when you have that feeling of what can I change? What is it that I don't like about this? What do I actually desire? That just simply comes from being able to connect with yourself and like have the tools to not be so stressed out that you're just trying to like fight and survive through your day but like actually have the space to ask yourself those questions and the energy to ask yourself those questions then you really can change the environment and you know I was thinking about this also earlier today like you said like eight hours a day five days a week like 
we spend so much time in our work and our careers. And even if you're not like someone who's very like high achiever, success oriented, and you're just are like, you know what, work is work. And I like, I am more excited about building a family or I'm more excited about travel or I'm more excited about whatever it might be. You still want to be happy. You still deserve to be happy and feel fulfilled in your work. So I just, like I said, like your work is so important bringing it into these spaces. And I just think that the new like wave of responsibility for corporations and, and um, the like founders of companies is to bring in people that teach breath work, that teach meditation, not so that everybody like has that, that light bulb moment of, oh, I'm going to up and leave this shitty situation, but so that they feel better taken care of in their jobs and happier and more productive. And like, I think that at, there was a point where a lot of businesses were like wellness packages. What? Like this doesn't, what does this have to do? And how would this like improve our bottom line? But it's like, when your employees feel good, when they're connected to their work, when they're not stressed out, like inevitably the business is going to be more successful because you have people that are happy to be there and believe in the mission. Yeah, that's so true. So I'd love to just hear about why AOB. Obviously, there's lots of breathwork certifications out there, lots of meditation teacher trainings. Why AOB? And I'd love to just hear your experience like of be, of going through the program. Why AOB? I came across your profile and I don't know how. And then I um I didn't really connect from the first time because I think it wasn't my time to dive in. And then I think half a year later, somehow you you popped up for me again and you were just in like pre-launch mod mode, I think. And I was like, I wasn't even thinking uh, much about it. I just knew it was like what I wanted to do because I think what um, what convinced me was that it was so accessible in terms of like you don't have to lie down for one hour and uh, do a holotropic breath work or some kind of intense style but something that is as easy as doing nothing for the meditation for me to integrate uh, into your day so that was something that I was really excited about and I thought like this is really helpful for me personally um, but this is also that I can see myself bringing to like the co-working spaces that I did it for or workshops um, that I have coming up so yeah it was yeah it was really the integratable part of the breath work um, and also having it uh, science-backed that's something that I love and that's so important for me because yeah it's we, we probably don't have for for every we don't have um, the science for everything that feels good to support why um, so it doesn't all have to be science back but it's just so good to have it especially when you're working with like corporations companies to explain yeah this is this is measurable yeah what was the feedback that you started getting when you were bringing it to people that are in like co-working spaces or, or have traditional or more traditional jobs yeah, so um, I remember that I had this one, so one of a one of a cycle cycle of breathwork sessions, um, and there were just a few people, and the feedback like from the same practice was so different. It was the Nadi Shodana, so the alternate nostril breathing, 
um, which is a balancing um, breathwork practice. Um, so one person said, I'm, I'm feeling much more energized and I'm feeling much more like able to go into my day and capable of what I have ahead of me. And the other person said, oh my God, this was the, bre the, the break that I needed. Thank you so much. Mm. So it's, yeah, it's, it's just, I think people don't know or they don't give themselves the space to ask themselves, what do I need in this moment? And a short breathwork practice a short meditation practice or even just sitting in the sun and taking a few conscious breaths um, is just so helpful for that because it can like it sets you up for what is coming next mm -hmm. yeah I mean and our bodies are so intelligent too like they know what we need more of and so if we have that pause to just ask what do you need it can set us up for so much more success than just rushing through the day and doing the things that we think we should do in order to feel more energized or feel more peace. You know, like I think about just like the crutches that we often will rely on. And these are things that I've become even more intentional about, like waking up in the morning and, and, and like first thing grabbing caffeine or, you know, at the end of the day, people want to like unwind with a glass of wine or a beer. And it's like, what if we didn't just fall into those patterns and we actually asked the body what it wanted? And maybe the body does want caffeine or maybe the body does want a glass of wine, but maybe it doesn't. And we're just falling into patterns. And what could happen if we were more present with ourselves? Who would we become with that presence? Yeah. Yeah, and many times I think like when you're talking about uh, the workspace, probably the body doesn't need that extra cup of coffee, right? Yeah. Probably the body needs a break and it's only when we listen that we will know. Um, and also I think many times we can give that to ourselves without relying external substances. So mm -hmm. We don't need the we don't need the coffee. Maybe we don't need the wine. Maybe maybe we just need to sit in the sun with a book, or I don't know, put our feet on the grass, grass, or uh, hug with our partner, or whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I just posted earlier today. I'm like, it's really so much more simple mm -hmm. than 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 we make it out to be, or the mind makes it out to be. Like. It's it's the simple things that make us feel good. Like you said, going outside, connecting with somebody, eating good food, having the space to like be with your breath. These things fill us up. And like you said too, it's like there we have we have science to be able to measure it. We have research that measures the impact that these things have on our mental health and our emotional health. And yeah, and in the workspace those pieces are so important because if you feel mentally or emotionally depleted it's going to have a massive impact on like a big chunk of your day and how like I, I love what you said also earlier where it's like these little inconveniences when we're in a vulnerable state can really like have a big impact on us and I just remember how short my circuit was when I was so stressed out from work where it would be the most minor inconvenience, but it would throw me into an entire fit. And it's because my system like literally couldn't handle anything because of all the stress that I was just letting 
buildup in my system, whether it was from too much caffeine or too many projects or being in front of a computer screen all day. So yeah, your, your work is just so important. And I just like hope that anybody that's listening to this, that is in a corporate job or works nine to five, or even if you don't work a typical nine to five schedule that you're taking time out of your day to be with yourself because these practices can really change your life. Yeah. And it's not, they don't only change your own life. It's you're not taking only care of yourself through breathwork and meditation, but also uh, taking care of the people around you. Yeah. Yes. So well said. So what was your favorite part about the Academy of Breath? I think it was the embodiment piece. So yeah, we can learn so much through courses and through reading and through listening to podcasts, whatever not. But then like having this dedicated practice and also hearing how other people experience it just brings such a such a rich layer to the theory that you're learning Mm -hmm. yeah I think I have done um, quite a few certifications um, and there was mostly was the learning part so the the practicing the embodying yeah it comes in your own time but having this like be a part of the certification was just so helpful and made me feel so comfortable to start sharing this knowledge and to start guiding sessions uh, even before I finished the certification, which was so good because I got even more feedback about like how helpful this is, how uh, good it feels, um, and also obviously getting feedback for me as the um, as the breathwork teacher. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. I mean, I find it shocking that certifications wouldn't have you like in the practices because you get to develop such a strong sense of confidence from just having an having actual experience being in it yourself. And like, you know, because I talk about this, like the felt sense, right? Having a felt sense of what someone might experience when they're going through Nadi Shodana or what someone might feel in their body when they're doing Breath of Fire. And it's just so invaluable because it gives you the words and the language to be able to support and hold your clients so that, like you said, like you felt more confident and more comfortable being able to lead sessions even before the the training actually ended. And so I appreciate that you value that because that's a really big, important piece for me. And I think that, you know, a lot of people struggle with imposter syndrome and struggle with the like, can I really do this mindset? And a lot of that comes from they're not actually doing it themselves, so they don't trust in their ability to hold somebody else through it. And so I'm I'm just so proud of you. Also, maybe to add uh, on another part that I really, really liked was the community. So obviously, like in other certifications, I've also had a community aspect, but just the community of AOB was so nice, so welcoming, so warm. And it was like, even through the screen, like having those, I don't know how many people it were, 20 or 30 people, like on a screen, it still felt like really, yeah, really, really open and honest and welcoming which I think is such a uh, testament to the people you attract mm. yeah you guys are all pretty awesome I feel very lucky I'm like this is so cool I'm connected with so many cool people I have so many places that I can stay when I travel I'm gonna stay at your place so when I get to Berlin 
we'll renovate together. Um, but no, I, all, all jokes aside, I feel like so grateful because there are so many amazing people inside of the Academy of Breath, including yourself. And I think for me also, what I find to be so cool, and this really got anchored in during the advanced practitioner training because everybody came and mm -hmm. taught their own class during, and like a full 60 minute class there for everyone else that was on the retreat with us. And that was really special because everyone was so different. And it was like all of the same practices, not every practice was in every single class, but a lot of the same practices are pulling from the same bucket, basically, but putting this masterpiece together that was so individual and uniquely their own. And I think that that makes me so happy because, you know, we've certified over 500 people now. And at a certain point, I had this fear. I think after we had like 100 or 200 people go through where I was like, oh, if someone hears that that many people our instructors across the planet, will they feel like it's too diluted or too saturated? But having that, I mean, that's been shattered so many times because seeing all of you teach in such different ways has shown me that like literally there is, there's no one else that can do it like you do. There's no one else that can do it like anyone else that's gone through AOB does. And everyone creates such different and unique experiences that come from their heart, their lived experiences, all of the other things that they've gotten trained in. And so it's been so fun to just see like the creativity that is born through the Academy of Breath too. Yeah, yeah. Also, I'm looking very much forward to the advanced practitioner training. Uh, yeah, it's going to be so great. You signed up, didn't you? Yes, I did. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I was like, you did sign up, didn't you? <laughs> yeah. I'm so excited too. It's going to be so fun. I am planning the weekend immersion. I'm trying to figure out like the exact details for it right now so that we can send it out to everybody that's already signed up, but it's going to be, it's going to be pretty incredible. Lexi and I have some really big plans for it. So yeah, I can't wait. Oh my gosh. We're going to hug in person. Yeah. It's going to be so great. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, well, Sophie, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Thank you so much for just being in my world, being a part of the Academy of Breath family. Thank you for the work that you are doing. It's so important. I know I've said that a million times in the span of 40 minutes that we've been talking, but I really mean it because I know that there is a younger version of me that like desperately needed the things that you're sharing and just like I want you to know, like, keep showing up, keep having faith, keep trusting in yourself, keep putting yourself out there because there is an entire world of people just like younger you, just like younger me that will forever be changed by meeting you and experiencing your magic. So just thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And where can people find you? Yes. Thank you, Ava, for um, for bringing this certification to life uh, and for making this possible. So, um, yeah, people can find me. Uh, the best is on Instagram. It's at mindxmatter underscore. And I'm not posting regularly on there. Um, so I'm trying to get uh, into the hang of it more. But um, if you send me a DM there um, or ask me something maybe about AOB or um, bringing breathwork to the corporate space, I'll definitely answer. And yeah, so that's the best way. Amazing. And for anybody that is in the corporate space right now, working nine to five, wants to work with a breathwork coach and get sessions, can they reach out to you via DM? Is that the best way? Yes, definitely. 
Okay. Yeah. And it cool. can be awesome. it can be on so I'm working with people like who don't have something specific. So they just want to be, I don't know, be more able to hold more stress or advance their career faster. So that can be something, but it can also be something super specific, like I want to be better at public speaking. So that's what I'm working uh with a client of mine. Um so yeah. It's like it's applicable to all and I'm super happy to support people in their career. Amazing. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Thank you so much, Ava. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to this week's episode of The Alchemized Life. As always, all of the things that we mentioned inside of the episode you can find inside of the show notes including links to our upcoming programs like the Academy of Breath, our 12-week breathwork and meditation certification program, and Breathwork, our six-week personal practice course. Both of those can be found at academyofbreath.org. And if you're interested in any of my upcoming business coaching programs like Proximity, my 12-month membership, which is essentially an all-access pass into every program, every course, and hot seat community coaching calls once a month, you can find that at avajohanna.com. And finally, if you enjoyed this week's episode, it would mean the world if you share it with a friend or tag us on your social media. Make sure to tag me at I am Ava Johanna. And if you've been listening to the show every Tuesday, it would be so appreciated if you could leave a review on Apple Podcasts and give the show a follow on Spotify. I truly am so grateful for all of your support and this amazing community that we've built since 2018. And I cannot wait to see you guys next week for another show.